Hello, 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 everyone. What up? Welcome back to another episode of The Plot Strikes Back. Back, 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 back. back, back, back. So we're here today to talk to you about something that might spark a little controversy, but definitely a hot topic because of the IP and the popularity of it. None other than The Mandalorian Season 3. So before we dive into this, because we are definitely diving into this, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. You can find us at the Plot Strikes Back or the underscore PSB underscore podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other platforms out there. Pretty much everything that is usable, we're yep. on it. So yep. share it with your friends, your family, all that stuff definitely Everybody. helps. So now let's dive in. So there will be spoilers in case you haven't yet watched the entire season so or the finale yet my, i am 99 percent sure my dad has not seen any of the mandalorian like period or yeah and it's so frustrating because he watches some dog <laughs> sorry dad i love you i love you to death but you've got to prioritize what you watch dad okay and yes i'm speaking directly at you so when you listen to this call me and i'll continue to talk yeah he's like Get to watch the four seasons of of Fargo, and he hasn't seen. <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah, but he hasn't seen the greatest trilogy ever made on the history. And of the you haven't seen the greatest made television show of all time, The Sopranos or The no. Wire. Sure, I have. No, uh, Fargo, Breaking Bad. Sure, I have. Close, but Fargo. Eh, just wait. Just you wait until you watch it. I feel like if it was the best, then everyone would have watched it. And that's not, not true. The people I know have watched it. That's not true. I mean, we'll see. Anyway. So Mandalorian season three has officially ended. We are recording this on 420. Great day. I mean, it, it, sure. <laughs> um, the season finale ended on 419, April 19th. And I've been seeing some stuff online just sort of what fans are are saying and i've been mulling over this entire season for over the past seven weeks and ever since yesterday after the finale premiered and i watched it once and then you and i watched it yesterday and you know it's something that i feel like when you compare all three seasons i have to say just right out the gate that this was the worst worst out of the three yeah, yeah i would agree with this that is not the best out of the three this is i would probably rank it either i mean i would probably just rate it the first season was the best then the second and then the third one probably even though like season two to me had more of my favorite parts about the show itself in it i think t- I- I think I would go two, one, three. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but I could, two and one are close. I could, yeah, exactly. Like I think, I think the consistency between season one and season two were very close, but season three was such a detachment and felt completely separated from the the the, the focus on all the main characters, and then also just like I don't know, it just it just it it was, like, it was just something that they decided to do, to do differently and. 
Like it was every week, which just felt like weaker. And, and I, I wanted to try and give it and be optimistic about it and, and speak for Filoni and, and Favreau, like, no, nah, like they're just trying to tell a story, but even halfway through the season over the last you know few weeks, I'm, I'm like, man, all right, this episode didn't really do much. Well, and th- then the next episode was terrible. And then the penultimate episode was okay. Well, this is the best so far, but next week's the finale. So what the hell is going to happen? How is the season going to get wrapped up before we, we go into season four and, and it's already been announced and apparently they're working on the script as we speak, but it, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little less optimistic moving forward now, which is kind of odd to say. I mean, I don't know. This this season, it was just weird from the start. I think like I didn't really like the season until like five episodes in, and I was like, all right. I mean, it's it's good, I guess. And then, um, the uh, second to last episode, you know, spoilers, but you see the Imperial Guard show up and wreck this dude, and you're and to me that was the best part of the season up to that point. Um, it was cool to see Coruscant again, but like, uh, whatever. That was the, such a waste to me. The, that, I mean, it was just cool to see the actual story that took place there. It was just random and stupid, but it, uh, yeah, that scene alone was probably the best part up to the finale. And then the finale was like, all right, I mean, this is a, I mean, it's a pretty good finale. Like it's okay. Like it's not bad and it's not great, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and we're not even really talking, and I, and I don't want to even say as far as like the acting itself goes, because I, I don't think the acting is the problem. I think the no, no, the like, problem is, good. is the is the whole plot and storytelling at it's, that point. It's the it's the f- it's like where they're going. Yeah, there's... where are they going? What are they doing? It's like we we know where they end technically, kind of. We know at some point episode um, seven happens. Right, we yeah. know that, right? But like, what the f- happens until then? You know what I mean? Like, where what's happening? Like, you can kind of see the pieces coming Slowly. together, yeah. And then you can assume with Ahsoka, and then you can assume with Filoni, his movie coming out, and then you can assume that that can help lay some groundwork. But let's be real, eh? It's all random as shit now. Well, the problem is, is because there's a lot of assumption that it could all end up being dog. Yeah. And you know. on the flip side of that, there's also this sense of um, this is where they can go. This is where I hope they go. And then they don't go that way. And people are like, what? The yeah. I mean, I, I think in terms of what I felt like this season was going to do initially when Din Djarin wanted to be redeemed and then the armorer says, you have to go and bathe in the waters of, of Mandalore, but he's never been there. So he's, he's lost. And then there's this supposed curse and rumor that, Oh, it, it's, it's poisonous. You can't breathe on the planet and you know, everything is gone. And then when you see like Bo-Katan come to the picture at the very end of the first episode and she's doesn't really want to help him. And then we just learn that all of, all of her forces are scattered because she doesn't have the dark saber. So like there's so I feel like almost in some cases the the dark saber too which had this importance and when you go back and I think if you compare all three season finales as well this is obviously the the worst of the three. Yeah. And 
because of the the season finale in the first season, you know, we think that we see the introduction of of Giancarlo Esposito as Moff Gideon. He escapes his his Tie Fighter that was shot down with the dark saber, and everyone's like minds blown. Like, oh my that was god, cool. how did he get the dark saber? Oh my god, like we see it on screen. Like the, it's so cool. Like we got oh we got we got to know more. There's this hype, and then we learn more about it in season two when, again, the finale of season two. When Din Djarin is is fighting Moff Gideon with his Beskar pole, I think yeah. it was dope. Yeah, I, I'm like, whatever happened to that? I don't remember. But anyway, oh, yeah. but he he beats Moff Gideon, takes takes you know over for it, and then we see it again in the Book of Boba Fett, which was a a, a waste of money in my opinion, and we see him fight Paz Vizsla. And he still doesn't know how to use it. It, it. It's like using like a hundred pound barbell. He can't swing yeah, it around. That's interesting. I didn't know that about the dark saber until I watched it. But I, I you think have to like move with it. Yeah. He, so he so he spent zero time trying to learn what is considered the greatest Mandalorian weapon in its history. Does he not know about it? No, he knows like, about he, it. It's like he only uses it in like a. Uh, let me wham. All right, let me he, end it. It's what I'm saying. Like it, it was like I feel like the dark saber was disrespected this whole season because he didn't really use it. And then he remember in the one episode when he finally goes to man, he finally goes into Mandalore. This this robot gets the best of him, and then Grogu has to go back to Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan comes and, and and saves him. She like saved his life like three times this season. Yeah, and it's like, dude, are you? Like you're really clumsy. What like? Maybe he's in a rut, man. Maybe he's got the uh, I, he's got the yips. I don't know, man. But at the same time, like, you know, I, I understand, and I s- could see that it looks like they were trying to build Bo Katan up, and 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 again, like halfway through the season, I was saying, okay, well, you know, she did have a lot of importance in the Clone War. Uh, Clone Wars series because her sister, you know, ruled Mandalore and mm-hmm. and obviously like all that went went to hell with the purge and and she's just sort of left to remain and you know and and she wants to bring Mandalore back together but at the same time she doesn't have the pieces and one of those pieces is it's the dark, dark saber, saber where she's like yeah um, unless I have it no one's gonna follow me get your together Bo I don't know what to tell you well honestly I thought that they were gonna say something like where Mando, Mando, like you know, Dinjarin and Bo Katan. I don't know. You just get together. I could have seen that. Honestly. And it's like, well, as a you know, as a Mando couple, they uh, share the responsibility of the dark saber. But you know, because it was he was disarmed when they're on Mando and the little like you know, grievous looking robot. Again, my optimism really, really, really got me there. Disarmed him. Yeah. And and she uses it, but then she gives it back to him because she again like she didn't win it in battle. But at that point she could have said, Okay, well you lost control of it. Someone, you know, disarmed you, I picked it up. Cause that's essentially what gets used back in uh, whatever episode it was, episode six, I think, where all the other Mandalorian forces with like axe woves and, and everyone, right? They're chilling on that planet. Mm-hmm. And Bo Katan and Axwell as they fight each other, and she makes him yield, but they're like, "We're still not, still not going to follow, uh, follow you because you don't have the dark saber." And he's like, "Dinjarin steps in, and is like, well, 
Sight. I mean, okay, that to was, a technicality. So I get, I get the point of giving it back because it's a respect thing. Sure, I get it. That makes sense. However, like he wasn't going to fight her. He wasn't going to fight her. But and he, it's clear he's like, I don't even want this thing. Like, well, what clearly, because she he, wants it. Like, here, take it. Clearly, it's it's like saying you have a you have a fancy sports car that is only manual, and you're like, I can't drive manual. What are you going to do with it? I mean, sell it, give it to someone else who can. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, learn it's to just, drive it. I yeah, mean, but that's I what, don't know. But he did right. But that's what I'm saying. He he didn't even bother to learn how to use it. Which, if he had learned how to use it, he really could have become an even better fighter in some of the situations that he was in towards the end of the season. Like, was he holding on to it as like a, it, a like a get out of jail free card? Like a hey, you I, know what? Hey, take this. I guess it was just like a, his last line of utility at that point. You know what I mean? And, <sighs> Oh, Dan. But the, the funny thing is because weapons are their religion. And the Darksaber is like at the pinnacle of their weaponry for their religion. So you've got, you know, this. It almost like it turned into a MacGuffin at, towards yeah. the end. Because once, once, and again, like in, in the, when we were watching and you even said, because I thought the same thing when I first watched it, when all the Mandalorians are flying through the air in their jetpacks. Oh, so cool. And she lights the same. That was badass. Yeah, there were some really cool parts in, in the finale. And, you know, I, I. Uh, but it's like, where was this at all season? Right. That's what I'm saying. You, you save all of the action and everything like that towards the end of the season in the finale, which. I, I don't know. I, I felt like we should have seen more of it. And there was some like space battle. Well, I, I, I don't even want to say space battle. I want to say um, atmospheric battle with like the pirates. There know? was an entire episode dedicated to some bum who gets killed in the end of the episode. And you're just like, what was the point of this? Yeah. To introduce that there's some post-war like rehab re- like program where it puts you back out into the new world. Like, okay, but like a full episode, I mean, yeah. I mean a full episode. And then just have his Come mind on, wiped people. too, like, you know, like Come on, people. everyone said, if you want to watch that episode correctly, you watch like the first five minutes and then, and then the like last the la- five minutes. Yeah, the last five. And you're yeah. like, all right, now we're caught up. You skip like another 45 minutes of the episode. Because it's just like so, all of it was so random. Yeah. And and I'm and I'm just as I again as I'm I was mulling over this whole like every episode and I'm like, you know, did they just not have any ideas to use? And they're like, well, we'll just throw that in there, you know, to make up for 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 space for li- literal using time up on an episode. And, and I'm like, I don't know. I I, I think waste you, of a few millions, if you ask me. Oh yeah, it's a, it was a waste of time. Like I said, waste of money. It was cool to see Coruscant. However, if you're going to go to Coruscant, at least give me like a quick pan over of what the Jedi Temple looks like. Like, is that some kind of ruin? Yeah. Is that like a, like a, what's it called? I forget what's, like a tomb, you know? I I forget what it turned into at this point uh, in the timeline. But, you know, again, when, when you think about how the story is going, and I even said, I'm like, they're trying to reunite Mandalore. And, Sure enough, it it did happen by the end of the finale, and 
You know, and, I, and a lot of people were saying, like, well, who is the Mandalorian? Is it Bo-Katan? Is it Din Djarin? I, I is, think it, is it Grogu? I like, think it's... Honestly, if, I, I, if you're going to say all of them, they should have just called the damn show the Mandalorians, plural. Put I, a S on the end. I'm split down the middle. I'm split where I'm like, well, I think it started off as this and now it's this. But I also think maybe it's just about Grogu. You I know mean, what I mean? He's going to outlive all of them. Right? Yeah. I mean, even think of it this way. If they're sticking to the whole sequel trilogy crap, then... All but the Mandalorians. They are. I, I know. It's just so dumb. Wait. I mean, there's a possibility Wait, they continue. might not. There's a, pos- there's a possibility they might say. not. Okay. Continue. And if, if where are they, all the Mandalorians in the sequel? That's my point. So that means oh. every that like so I was getting to the point where <laughs> every so they rebuild Mandalore, then then the first order is going to destroy and wipe out Mandalorians again, unless something happens. To where they don't need Mandalore anymore. But that's what I'm saying well, is what is happening between now and episode seven, people? Someone answer my questions. I'm pissed off. I mean, yeah. And again, we don't know what year Dave Filoni's movie takes place in. But also, like, there's a time jump somewhere in between Mandalorian and Boba Fett of two years. And you're just <laughs> like, I, like, I need to see it all laid out. You know what I mean? At least, like, a rough estimate. Like, this is, like... Somewhere along the lines of where this movie takes place. Uh, no, I totally agree. You know, and I think for the sake of, you know, looking into the, the time frame of what they're doing in maybe episode four of the Mandalorian. But, you know, again, we're getting at, we're getting Ahsoka in August. So we'll I know. Can't wait. You know, I am really looking forward to that show and I do have some, I'm, I don't want to say slight concerns, but I'm not trying to hype myself up as much as I, I would like to. Yeah, I can see it. You know, like there's part of me that is holding my breath, <laughs> you know, and I think for the sake of what Dave Filoni will do with Ahsoka and how, Mandalorian season four comes out. It's like, at what point in time will this movie come out? Because like Jeff, uh, um, like John Favreau said, we're about halfway. We're not even halfway through the story of the Mandalorian. So how many seasons, man? Right. So my point is this, how many seasons are we going to get of the Mandalorian? Eight. If we get eight seasons, I'll kill my eight, eight seasons of eight episodes. That would be so Brutal. Well, okay. So here's my here's my other question. If let's say, for example, and again, this is all unconfirmed, but if when season three comes, it obviously has come and gone now. John Favreau said we're not halfway. If season four is the halfway point, that means we're going to get eight seasons. That Unless is just simple math. The Mandalorian story is finished in this Dave Filoni movie. I don't think so. I think with here's 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 my here's my hypothesis. Hypothesis. And I think the only way we get a reduction in seasons now is because of what backlash. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, constructive criticism from fans in a not so I do way. feel like they listen more on the star Wars day Floney side. Yeah. I, 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 
And again, we don't again there were you know there were weird rumors about this season with John Favreau almost walking up the set because of you know Kathleen Kennedy's involvement in her trying to overpress in in and everything like that. And look, we don't know if it's true or not because he, I don't think he'd ever come out and say those things because he's a professional. Yeah. But let's just say for let's just hypothetically say that that was true. Yeah, I don't know. Like it it then presents an issue where you have someone who might be forced to do things that they initially did not want to do like have more seasons than not but then again i've also heard rumors that bob Iger wants to kick out kathleen kennedy please and a lot of people would cheer for that yeah you know and again i don't know who would take over lucasfilm at this at this point would it be dave filoni would it be john favreau would I it be a like, combination i feel like it would just be filoni Filoni makes the most sense. Or Favreau. I mean, Favreau makes the most sense too, but like... I, You know, I think for the sake of picking someone to stand in who... And I think the biggest thing here, if you think about what George did, he, he developed things that he wanted to make, but he also spent time creating everything. And Kathleen Kennedy is not doing any of that. No. John Favreau is... Dave Filoni is, you know, and I think for the sake of, again, thinking about where this, where this season went, maybe John Favreau was just trying to pound it out just to be like, you know what? All right, well, it's cool. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to establish the Mandalorians getting back together because, I mean, I think, you know, Mandalorians are, are cool, you know, like when you, they're pretty cool, you know, you, you go back to like playing a game like Knights of the Old Republic and you see, and you fight a bunch of Mandalorians in that game, like that was awesome. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, there's nothing wrong with trying to establish that. But give me an open world or open universe uh, bounty hunter like Mandalorian game. That'd be rad. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt you, but no, that's while we're on the the very the slim topic of Star Wars video games, I'm like, ah, let me just throw that in there too. <laughs> The world. It would probably be, you know, I mean, I think I think a lot of people would would enjoy that. But just to top off on your Kathleen Kennedy comment, at the end of the day, her job is to not care about the story. It's unfortunately to only care about dollars and production. Well, I mean, think about Which it. Which is why we hate producers for the most part, guys. I, I think for the sake of, you know, the last three shows that have come out under her leadership with Boba Fett, Kenobi, and now season 3 of Mandalorian. They've been not, they've been they've been duds. I I don't consider Obi-Wan a dud only because there's a lot that I love about that show. Even though as a whole it's not the best, but like I'm sorry. We got Vader versus Obi-Wan again. Right. That's badass. That is the the, the two ass. the two times they show up together. That's that's it. I did love anything with Vader in. I loved, uh, to be honest. Yeah, and that I mean, and everything. He it, like that one episode where he just storms down the hallway and throws the girl in the air, gives her a stern talking to, and leaves. I'm like, best part of the episode. Oh well, yeah, everything with Vader. But that's just that's just the thing. But you're 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 using thing. you're using one of the greatest characters ever created in cinematic the history. And who was it created by? Mr. Oh, Lucas. George Lucas. And then Obi-Wan Kenobi from the prequels going into, 
you know, post Order 66. Who was that created by? Oh, George Lucas. And you have such so a cool. great story to use, and you get Hayden Christensen back. You you have Ewan McGregor returning as a role. You throw in all these Inquisitors and try to make them a focal point, and you and I but, think. But did you really throw in any Inquisitors? Well, they misused them entirely. Yeah. You know, and then and then one of them gets stabbed through the chest. I'm sorry. She should have been dead. Hey, movie magic, baby. What happened to Qui Gon? TV magic. No, dude, come. Yeah, that, no, I mean, I'm sorry. That, I, I that, will. Well, I will always. That will, is the exact example everyone goes to. Like, I will. Well, what about dump, Qui-Gon? I will dump on on this on that show for this for that for that sheer fact. Oh man, but Vader versus Obi Wan. Because it was like you're gonna fight then Vader, you will okay. die. Sure, and again, that that that's the highlight of the show there. Yes. And and sure, you know. But like the, I said. To me, it's not a dub because there's a lot that I can I can take from that. An example of something that is a dud that I can still take a little bit from is Last Jedi. I don't know what movie that that you're talking about. You know, so. the, you know the exact movie. Oh. Uh, I I flush on the toilet, so I don't have to look at it anymore. Mm, no. So, that being said, <sighs> back to Mandalorian season three. So here's another thing about this, right? So we didn't. I feel like as far as like the adventures of, of Din and Grogu, we really didn't get a lot of them together until like, I guess what they're trying to set up at the very end. Right. Like it was, it was cool for them to go back to Navarro. You know, we see that grief Karga is now a high magistrate grief Karga hmm. and he is, you know he's he's reformed that planet and it's very independent, you know, and it's a homestead for for Din at the end, and so even as the armorer said, now you must take your apprentice as as your tutor took you out into the world, or rather the universe, I guess. But so sure, season four seems like we're going to get more of a hope so. And again, I don't want to say like an episode by episode week of like the adventures of Din and Grogu, but okay. But like, that's kind of what the show is. Yeah. That's that's what what it should be. It should have been about this whole season. And it really wasn't. And, you know, I, I think again, there's nothing wrong with them trying to unite the Mandalorians, but my, my big concern is, well, what are you going to do moving forward with it? Are you just going to let it sit here? Or are you going to, to tie it back in at some point in the future and go, look look how thriving the planet is because this finale showed that uh, 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 life finds a way. Love it. You know? And as the some of the Mandalorians that were in in hiding said that, you know, this this is some of their uh, you know, caches that they've been, you know, growing life and and it's trying to reestablish the 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 fresh soil from from the bombings and and I don't know if they'll ever build the like the infamous dome up again but I think maybe over time and the growing population maybe of Mandalorians and again I don't know as far as reproduction goes the El Natural way again how many years it'll take for them because I don't think you'd have enough grown adults by the time the sequel trilogy comes along 
So yeah. it's like whatever they have now might be it. Like I said, and it's not what, enough. Fifteen minutes, ten minutes ago, where are they going? Like I f-ing said, could it, be nowhere. It, it's good, you know, as a whole, it's good because it's you know enjoyable content. But at the end of the day, like, where are they going? Yeah, and that's the problem. I don't think we have an overall storyline. And I and I I know some people might say we should get a storyline for what they're what they're trying to do, like how it's all going to come together. And some people might say, well, that's going to give away too much information, like how things are going to intertwine. Think of it like as an example how how Kevin Feige does the MCU. We know where we're going though. We know, yeah, we know what movies are going to, are, are coming out. We know where things are going to tie together for the most part. That's that's enough there's, though. Yeah, there's like an end point where how things are coming up between phases four, five, and six. There's no end point here. Yeah. So it's like, how how long can you keep the interest going? You know. Yeah, it it, it is a is it's a big concern I think for a lot of people, and. You know, when you when you go into more of of what's to come, maybe with, maybe through Ahsoka, and I don't know if they're going to use the the world between worlds sort of aspect to do some sort of bringing characters out of time periods, or if you're going to use that to total totally like alleviate from the sequel trilogy. I would love that. I'm sure that's not 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 what they're going to do. Nah. Unless somehow Kathleen Kennedy gets removed from Star Wars and they're like, okay, so we're going to come go in a completely different route or they go, we'll leave that how it is, but we're also going to create an alternate timeline and go into, you know, a, you know, again, just using other, a, a completely different story than how the sequels ended up. But that, that is me having extremely high hopes and so when we think about yeah, come back to Earth. I don't want to be on Earth anymore. You think I want to? <laughs> I know you don't either. Yeah, for other reasons. Exactly. Okay. Other other this IPs. Is, this is what heartache feels like, my friend. Oh, I know. I've been experiencing <clears throat> it for for years now with with this IP. It's devastating. So let me ask you this: the the the, the title of this finale was called the return who returns <laughs> yeah were you expecting thrawn not not really but i was like oh like whenever you you told me it's like oh this is what the episode is called i'm like oh well maybe we'll get a peek at thrawn but we didn't see when i first watched it i'm like oh the return oh maybe at the very end he comes in and like Moff Gideon dies, uh, Thrawn comes in, and that's what sort of ties into Ahsoka. But I know why it's called the Return now. The Mandalorians. They come back and they yeah. are returning home. It's like, yeah, dumb. yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know the 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 forge is lit. You know, and you know this other whole thing about there there's supposedly a spy, like. Like how, how Moff Gideon had spies everywhere. There was no spy within the whole Mandalorian network that we saw. But I think, yeah, I mean, up to uh, through through this whole season, you know, the last two episodes, rather, there was no spy. So unless we we had some sort of reveal in the fourth season, 
there was nothing in the finale that really entertained that it it was like say for example the armorer or or axe wolves but i would think axe but no you know i don't know like i I think in some cases you know he was crashing you know a, a pretty large cruiser into the planet to take out the you know little imperial stronghold there he could have died he didn't but he could have he realistically he probably would have yeah if it not well for he, the... he's covered in beskar who knows well i think for the same sake of the only person that had some sort of importance was paz Vizla, the big guy with the gatling gun yep and the episode seven where he just gets taken out by the three Praetorian guards, which were cool to see. Those, dude, anytime you get a chance to see them in action, it's awesome. I saw a funny little like video comparison of saying how in the one thing that I remember from The Last Jedi was when Kylo and Rey are fighting the that was, Praetorian guards. That was my favorite scene. It took two of them to, to and they kind of, it took them a long time to deal with six, six of them. But like when Yoda walks into Palpatine's office and just uses the force and knocks two of them out. That is a difference between being a great one and being some like two terrible lesser to, characters. To being some two little little uh, little crybabies trained in a garage. Okay? That's the difference. God. Kylo, keep your shirt on. Terrible. Um Knights of Ren is the biggest missed. Actually, Snoke, no, th- Snoke is the most missed opportunity from the sequels. Knights of the Knights of Ren and Snoke were no. huge disappointments. Because no, ad- admittingly, I know we, we're kind of getting off topic here. Admittingly, those are the two things that I was I was interested to hear more about in Episode Seven. Those are the only things I was interested in seeing, and we never got them. Yep. So, anyway, so I think with the way the finale you know, it takes us, especially with Grogu. Like we see him laughing as he's kind of running away from the Praetorian guards and like these rafters, <laughs> right? Until he gets, he kind of, he gets caught. Din saves him, but then he also sort of saves Din with using the force. So we see that his force powers are getting stronger. And, you know, I don't know if at any point in time he'll ever have a lightsaber. Because well, he might... He might eventually, you know. Not sure if you will. He well, he he's a Mandalorian. Might. In name, maybe he rocks that dark saber or gets a little cute one. You know, I mean, that's that's the other thing because because the dark saber's crushed at the moment. That was the other thing that kind of annoyed me, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So you made this whole thing about the dark saber, and then Moff Gideon catches her hand and then just like crushes her hand on the dark saber along with it which we don't see it getting taken or like saved at the end especially when the ship's going and there's all these you know there's an explosion and then the only thing that's get that's being saved at, at the moment are people yeah dinjarin bokatan and and grogu because because of grogu using the force let me ask you this do you think moff gideon's dead well, now I don't know because he's got clones. No, did have clones. So, like, really, I don't. I don't know where they're going. Yeah, you know, I thought about this too. I'll keep saying it. He was tracking them, right? And he got Din Djarin got to the clone room, destroyed them, 
And then Moff Gideon says what he was trying to do. Yep. He didn't try to stop them from destroying his clones. And then when we were watching yesterday, I noticed when the flames come, he kind of like holds out his arms like this, right? And just it's like almost like you're embracing the his death. Now, is he doing that knowing that Probably. is a clone? Yeah. Has to. <sighs> again, why? Is it because you're going to save Moff Gideon again and you're just making, making him the villain again into season four? But you, you used... You use John Carlos Pazito, who's a great actor and a great villain, in two episodes this entire season. Yeah, that was trash. They did the same thing again in the first season, and the same thing again in the second season. So it's like you only are using him for like the very end of each season. Yeah. It's like because going into season four, who's the enemy? I don't know. The Empire. <laughs> I, I mean, I yeah, but we don't. We're not going to really. Yeah, I, also, I'll, I'm curious to see how much Empire action we see Din and Grogu go through. Hopefully, more now that they're doing kind of on-call jobs with the New Republic. Yeah, and I don't know if they're just going to keep that ship or if they're going to get a new ship. Right? I mean, you know, I'm 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 really curious about all that. So, I mean, has season four even been greenlit yet? Yeah. I mean. Announced? Yeah. I mean, re- release date announced. No, no, no. They're okay. they're writing it. John Favreau and I'm sure. Well, get to it, boys. I'd like at some point to hear a little bit more about it. Maybe if if he finishes season four in writing by the end of the year, I'd like to learn a little bit more about what we can expect. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Unfortunately. I know, right? So let me ask you this. What do you think is going to happen to her? I think she's got enough support to where, like, she's legit going to be able to unite Mandalore or unite the people of Mandalore. I mean, she already has, technically. Yeah, but, like, officially. Yeah, I mean, she might... They got a home, they're doing this, they're doing that, officially. Um, Yeah. I can see that happening, because she has the help of Din, she has the support of everybody. I would say the highest-ranking person there would be the Armorer. And the armorer has her respect, obviously. I think as far as people that will be under her, yeah, the armorer, I think Axe Woves, and then what's her face, the wrestler. Sasha Banks. Yeah, but oh. yeah, I forget her character's name, but I forgot too. Sasha Sasha Banks' character, I think, will also have a bit of an importance for you know, yeah, just kind of being some sort of like officer under Bo Katan, like like some sort of like council. Yeah. Now oh, I remember what I was gonna say. So when they were in, in the waters there and Grogu like looks in the water and like kind of holds out his hand and then it kind of goes in the water and it pans and we see the mythosaur. And I the did mythosaur see something about eye. that. I think Grogu will ride the mythosaur in the future. Yeah, I saw something that was that exact same thing earlier. And I Because apparently the mythosaur could be force sensitive. Well, the, yeah, there's, there's a bit of... Um, yeah, there's a bit of a, a a bond with Grogu having this ability to like be to use the Force in like beast taming abilities. He did it. He did it in the with the Rancor in the Book of Boba Fett. Oh yeah. So I think 
I mean, also, in, in some cases, I think it would be adorable for this tiny creature to be riding this ginormous creature. <laughs> like, it'd yeah. almost be comedic at, at that point. It would be. You know, because... Because I'm sure, I'm sure that mythosaur is huge. Oh, it is. So, I think we're going to see Grogu with a lightsaber as a Mandalorian riding the mythosaur. At some point in the future, don't know when, could be in Filoni's movie. That'd be dope. Could be in season six or eight of Stop. The Mandalorian itself, but... Stop. I hope not. I don't know. So. Yes, we'll see. Yeah, we, you know, again, we will. And I don't know. Like, I, 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 I expected more of this season. And I think. I definitely did. I, I really hope that they get, they kind of go back to the roots of what Mandalorian season one and two had with season four. Yeah. But I also hope that we, we really see. Like if 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 the goal for for Din Djarin and and Din Grogu, the Dins, the Din family, <laughs> if if the Dins are going to be going after the Imperial remnants as jobs for the New Republic, right? Then we better see the Imperials as bad guys in every single freaking episode. Every single episode, and we better see either Thrawn. Or another big officer from the Shadow Council involved, yeah. or Moff Gideon, because I'm sure John Carlo Esposito still wants to portray the role because he hasn't said anything about him not signing on or him being done with Star Wars. And I'm sure he might be under an NDA and can't say anything. And I'm sure he's smart enough to not say those things because he knows that fans are tricky and will take anything with a grain of salt sometimes and build a rumor out of it. Like, you're like, yeah, I know. I think that might be it for me, you know? And it's like, oh my God, it's confirmed. Moth Beauty and dead. But it's like, no, he hasn't said anything like that. And now that we know that things were cloned, this could have just been the only cloning facility as well. Because the other thing is this, go back to season two. When mm-hmm. they're when they're on Navarro and there was a little Imperial outpost there, we saw other clones yep. when they were like, what is going on here? They didn't look like Moth Gideon though. They looked a little bit. People were like, I don't know. It kind of looks like Snoke. Yeah. So the other thing is this. Again, going back to Snoke, how the hell was he using force powers? Unless unless he was just an actual species. That one's easy. Is it? Yeah. It's the obsidian ring that he wore. You think a ring gave him powers? I think it helped him channel powers, yes. However... Now that we know Palpatine was alive, I'm sure he had something to do with that. But that's what gave him his force powers. And, and you know the best part? Because we'll never actually know, to me, that's how he got his force ability. Because he was the biggest flop of a character in Star Wars history. And it was so sad because yeah. he was nine feet tall. He was scarred. He walked with a limp. But he so easily used the force. You're just like, this guy's powerful. And then he gets cut in half, and you're like, man. And we're we're left with a wimpy boy, Kylo. Supreme Leader Ren. Dumb. (laughs) So if we look at, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything else you really want to say about this season? No, I got nothing. I feel like I could keep going on, but I feel like I would probably just repeat myself. You keep going on about Star Wars. Yeah. Which we won't do because we will... <laughs> we'll go into the deep end. Never leave. So we're not doing that. Okay, so let's do this. I'm going to look at season one for ratings, okay? 
season one, again, I don't really want to even talk about critic score because it's super biased and it's owned by Disney. So the audience score from season one is a 92%. Okay. Which I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. Season two, 91. I can also, uh, I would go like 92, maybe 92. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I mean, like season two. Yeah. I did too, obviously, but season three. Good, 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 good. Oh, damn. 51%. Yeah, you have to think. They're definitely going back to the drawing board in some sense. I mean, dude, it is just not good in comparison. It's not. They just totally dropped the ball. And here's the problem, right? Like when you're, when you, they created this expectation because I think when season one and season two came out, everyone was like, oh my God, this is the best part of Disney Star Wars aside from like Rogue One. Yeah. And there was this hope that Filoni and Favreau could rescue Star Wars. But now, I don't know, after the book of Boba Fett, here's the thing. part of part they, of Kenobi not being, they've already, they didn't do that. But. They've already rescued Star Wars. It's just a matter of, a matter of if they can continue to hold it, you know, not fumble I it. Think, I think if... I they think did it, that with season two. I think if Star Wars is falling <laughs> off a cliff, what they've done is they've, they've latched on. Like they've tied like a rescue rope to them, but they but they still have the rest of the cliff to climb up. <clears throat> See, my thing is they got over the they got over that cliff already. But but, but with this but, season, that means they just but, fell back down it. But <clears throat> you know they're over the, they're over they're off the edge, and they're they're just kind of starting to jog in place. Because you got to think they got over that edge with Luke Skywalker, and yes, it was a whole cameo thing. But the end of season two Mandalorian literally. I knew people who were who didn't watch season one, but they watched that episode only because of that cameo. And like I said, it's a cameo. We know that. But when they did that, they're like, well, they can do anything now. I'm back. So they got over the hill. But they're, now they're, they're like, I'm back. I'm watching season three. And then it's like, well, now they're kind of, you know, like I said, they're kind of scratching in place. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, they already saved it. I disagree. Yeah, well, it's a good thing about opinions. Sure. Yeah. No. I mean, I I, th- I think they got to like if if this is a Mount uh, Mount Everest size peak where there are, par- are there are parts of Mount Everest where you can set up base camp along the way. They they got to a part where like okay we're we're moving up we're, we've established you know where we can where we can set up base camp and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish this peak. Like to me, the part where I think Star Wars can be truly saved is and i'm not even going to say well if they are just erase the whole sequel trilogy i'm not even going to say that but i'm going to say with everything that is currently in place that's been done already without anything being retconned or or erased at that point i think uh inevitably has to happen is with ahsoka with Filoni's movie with the rest of this of this this series the mandalorian you deliver us knockout content on a season by season basis followed with a movie that literally ties in both shows. And if everyone's like, Oh my God, I can't believe they just tied in, you know, new characters with, you know, the whole heir to the empire and 
it it just blows fans away. At that point, if, we'll if everyone says the best movie under Disney Lucasfilm was done by Dave Filoni and company, at that point, you know who should be rightfully leading Lucasfilm and who has saved Star Wars. Like I said, they already saved it. Listen, Cowboy Dave, could, he, he, could, he does have the potential to do it. Okay, bring George Lucas back. There, I said it. I don't think he wants to come back. What if uh, under all this creative control, he'd be out? Come on, you un- know that. unless Dave Filoni was in control and was like, maybe, yeah. George, use your anger. Feel the Too hatred. optimistic. That man is not coming back to direct anything. I'm not even saying directing. I'm just saying like, be an EP. Sit on set. Uh, well, Dave, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, sure, Luke could, you know, still be in here in this part. Yeah, well, like he showed up, but he was on set for Mandalorian season one. Only time, and he was like, I had this friend. vision in the 1980s. <laughs> of course, he did. He created it all. Yeah, they don't make visionaries like they used to. That's for sure. No, they don't. At so, all. so if you've made it all this way through some rants and rambling and some obviously on topic points and some side tangents. We appreciate it. And obviously if you couldn't tell, we're both very passionate about this IP. I mean, I saw star Wars when I was three freaking years old. So I've been a fan of star Wars for 35 fucking years. And I do not like it when this gets fucking destroyed. Eh, well, much like Austin over here in the DC universe. Ask him about Dark Side if you have a chance. That being said, what are your thoughts about this season? What are your, what are your thoughts about the whole series of The Mandalorian? Where do you think it might go? Pretty much everything that we talked about. I've been saying it for an hour. I don't know where they're I'm not going. talking about you, you dope. Talking about I just got to re I have to reiterate my point. Because you, yeah. everyone is wondering the same thing. I mean, where? Yeah. Oh, we got a Filoni movie. When? Where does it take place? When does it take place in the time? It's like nothing is clear at the moment. Yeah, there's no there's no movie date. <sighs> and it's frustrating. If you had to take a shot in the dark, what year do you think the first... Well, not the first movie, because I don't even know if Filoni's movie would be the first one, but... W- it would have to be the first one. I don't know. I think this Dawn of the Jedi thing with James Mangold might be first. <laughs> Wait, are we in 23? 30, maybe? For Filoni's? Think think about the rate oh, that Disney Star Wars takes their time with nowadays. We'll yeah. be lucky. Because I think if it's not the first project that's being greenlit, you know what I mean? It's like, what the hell? They could pull it out of their ass, yeah. But I would say twenty between 2028 and 2030. I was going, point, I might not care anymore. Just I was kidding. going to say either 2026 or 2027. I don't think it's possible, maybe 2027, but I don't see 2026. Because here's the thing. For all three movies, they haven't started writing a single script yet. That's what I'm saying. And we're almost halfway through 2023. Yeah. So So you figure you chalk chalk the rest of this year up, right? Because Filoni's been focusing on the show for Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure he's still working on the finishing touches because it comes out 
in August. So we're still four months away. So until that's out and has been finished, he's got stuff to work on. And who knows? There might be a season two. So how does he fit into season two? See what I mean? Where if, are they going? <laughs> it's it, it. There's nothing. Yeah. That's why a MCU-esque timeline works perfectly. And you, know, and you know who should release that? The lead f- person, like Kevin Feige did. All Kathleen Kennedy said was, well, here's basically where everything kind of happens. Like, we know of when certain eras are in the certain eras, but that doesn't say about when this is coming out and, and this date is coming out and then this day is coming out. Like, how again, how Marvel does it. You got the movies on top and you have the shows on the bottom of the timeline. Here's how they interact with each other. Clearly, he's a little passionate, guys. Yeah. God, man, y'all should have... You should, going back to 2018. Woof. The old That's office not. days. <laughs> oh, man. If we would have had a podcast back then, we would probably been uh, a lot more successful by now. I don't know if people would have made it through oh, I'm sure that they long of a rant. Because I think people were more ranty about it during that during that time anyway. Things have kind of started to like kind of die down a bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Like, it's just very quick and over with. Like, you just mentioned it. It's like, ugh. But we're focusing on what's happening now, and that's obviously where, oh, where is Star Wars going? Unfortunately, only time will tell. Very true. Speaking of time, we thank you for your time listening again. We do. So, you know, if you want to tweet at us and just, you know, even if you're like, you nick you're 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 dumb and you don't know what you're talking about well expect some tweets back i'm just gonna say that right (laughs) now because clearly i could talk about hours and hours on this so and again it's a good debating topic i think and not to say that um you know people's our opinions aren't aren't valid because obviously even austin and i have some you know disagreements and you know we're still here sitting in the same damn room Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I know it's just good, good, it's good discourse and, and it's good for conversations. So, it, yeah, I can be. Yeah. And obviously like if things start to get a little heated, it's just like not to get heated at one another. It's just more so like just about the, the IP itself and full disclosure. It's, you know, my frustration comes from, you know, playing, um, and, and reading all the extended or expanded universe books which are just amazing and and sure they've they've drawn from some of those things like again we might get you know the old republic era does officially exist for this new timeline or this era timeline that they recently put out but you know i i don't i don't really trust kathleen kennedy about certain things so who knows if we're actually going to get she's already made videos that that she's lied through her teeth on so you know if any if i trust anyone it's dave filoni and John Favreau and we'll just kind of see how season four turns out and how Ahsoka turns out and how Dave's movie comes out. And, and as Austin said, time will tell. So I appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate you sharing this and stay tuned for some more movies. Cause we know we always cover shows as you can tell. So be sure to check us out on some more movies as we talk about what movies we're going to cover next. And uh, it could be anything at this point. 
Yeah, for sure. So who knows the next show we might talk about is Ahsoka. <laughs> oh, uh, the, the next time I will be on a show here, it will be Fargo season. Oh one. So, yeah. Okay. 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 So, Secret invasion. Yeah. Fargo season one. Like I said, yeah. Secret invasion. All right. When is that the next Marvel? What is the next Marvel thing? Marvels or Secret Invasion? Secret Invasion. Well, technically, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Which okay. I know you're gonna love. We'll see, man. It, it has potential. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but the next show is uh, Secret Invasion. July, summertime, or uh, June, I think. Interesting. Yeah, June, I think. Very pumped for that one. Same. Uh, it's gonna be short. You, you're, you're gonna love it. I think it's like six episodes. Really? Yes. Goodbye, people. <laughs> uh, you got you got to love it. I hope for their their true hour long episodes. Yeah, because this is just gosh darn ridiculous what what they're doing here. Very very. True. I heard titillating us. That's what they're doing. Well, minimum ten episodes. Minimum. I would love it. I mean, Daredevil's getting 16, man. See, there we go. God. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. So, but, yeah, so you can maybe expect a Secret Invasion episode for the, once the whole season's done. Um, I guess if you've seen Fargo, you know, then eventually. Great show. Wow. Love it. I'm going to laugh when I watch it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give this like a 70%. I'm going to laugh when you watch it, and you're like, holy shit, I cannot ever tell Austin how great this show is. Let me downplay it. Oh, did you? Wait, we didn't even talk about the ratings for this whole season. What would you give the season real quick? Season as a whole? Season as a whole. Like a 77, 78. Really? Yeah. Ooh. You might be more generous than I am. Oh, really? What would you give it? Like a 65. Maybe a 70 at the most. Okay. Yeah. Now, what would you give the finale of this season? Like an 81, 82. Yeah, I'd say somewhere in like the low 80s for me. Because again, like the season one and season two finales are like, at, you know, at 90 plus. Season two definitely is like a 90, yes. I mean, like 95. So... And then I'd say like season one finale was like a 90-ish, 91 maybe. And then so this one was just, you know. Farther down. It is what it is. I just, yeah, I don't know. I stand by my rating. Yep. I'll say that. So, yeah. What do you guys rate it? Let us know, please. Let us know. Yeah, let us know what you rate the finale. Let us know what you rate the whole season at that point. And how it compares to what other people online are rating it and how it compares to um, what we rated it. So Just let us know, people. So there's no other way to really go out uh, except take it old school and say, this has been Nick and Austin on The Plot Strikes Back, and may the force be with you. Always. Nice. That's a great way to end it. Sure. It is. Peace. Peace.